Hello, and welcome to Zig When They Zag, a podcast for business leaders obsessed with growth. It's a new year, and boy, oh boy, we didn't get the clean slate we all wanted. As business owners and operators, how do you position your business for growth when you're still unsure of what the future holds? In this episode, my co-host Kevin Ring and I talk about what we think you need to do to plan for success in 2021. Enjoy! So I, I, seriously though, I would be curious. Um, go through. We've gone through planning, right? We've we've talked about these are our goals for the year. These are the strategic initiatives. Um, going into the year with uh, an emphasis on how we're going to market, and mm-hmm. you know, for us even, this is not meant to be a, a brag. Like that process is hard. It's hard to invest in marketing. It's hard for us to invest in marketing, and so mm-hmm. we really are committed to doing it well ourselves this year. And then 2021 shows up and it's like, hey, screw you guys. Um, How have the last couple of weeks, you know, kind of really jumping back into it gone for you as a business owner? How's your outlook and and really what are you thinking about in terms of how this affects how we engage our community, how we engage our clients? Yeah, I think the, um, how we engage the, the customer base in the world hasn't changed a whole lot right now, right? Because it kind of feels like I don't know what the long-term plan, how the how the outside world is going to affect our business this year. Mm-hmm. That's still yet to be seen. So as a business owner, my best chance for success is to actually plan for success and growth and all the things that we want to do and make sure that I'm not dropping those things because I'm worried about something that may or may not happen. Right. You still want to line everything up. Still want to get the investments done. We still want to get the campaigns rolling. We still want to, you know, there's one group that we do a lot of marketing towards and it's usually event marketing and all of their events were dropped last year. So still reached out to them. They still have a plan for events this year. They're still hoping to do some of these events, even in the first quarter, you know, they're outside events. And I, you know, so we're gonna plan to market to that group like we would have last year, this year, and things might change last minute. And if anything, I'm very well trained now to be able to say, that's okay. I'm not emotionally attached to that idea anymore. We have to do something different, right? Yeah. No, I think yeah. that that's good. I, I think one of the things I've, I've talked about on here before is the idea of strategic intent. You can either go without a strategy and just react to everything, or you can over plan and then not be able to be flexible when you have to react to what's happening. And so I definitely appreciate that approach just to know what the intent is. Mm-hmm. Here are the things that we would like to have happen. Here's the order in which they're going to happen. This is what's in, important for us to, to invest in. Mm-hmm. But really where that gets disrupted is the emotional side of it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've thought about this a lot. Like, I, I, I care about, what I care about is how things are going for everybody. Is it going well? Is it going okay? And I get so caught up in that that it can be disheartening, it can be overwhelming, it can be uh, paralyzing even Mm -hmm. when things suddenly go against how I've sort of figured it out. And so for me, it's been a lot of 
what do I know that I need to do? Mm-hmm. If something comes up, how do I take it in without having to solve it, without having to decide right now? And then yeah. what else do I need to know? Um, it's been extremely helpful in terms of just being able to maintain one, just being able to maintain, which feels like a big victory this year. And then yeah. two, just being able to to know and, and keep my eye on the horizon, right? Know what the landmarks that I'm going towards are. Yeah, I think, um, I think some things that happen with business owners and I could see it happening with me even and being aware of the... Um, unintentional emotional connection you have to some goal or some program that you just, yeah. you had to roll it out this year. Maybe you've told more than two people, <laughs> this is what's happening. So you feel like you have to get it done. Um, and I think the lesson we should have from last year that rolls into this year is that those aren't always the best opportunities anymore when things so rapidly change. And so we have a program we want to roll out this year that makes it easier for uh, Main Street sized businesses to get a website, you know, that's professionally done. Mm-hmm. I'm really attached to the idea. Emotionally attached. I think it would be great for business reasons, but, you know, all of these, we've been working on it for a while. And so it'll be hard for me to let it go if the world tells me this is not the year to roll this out. <laughs> Right. But I have to be able to say, you know what, maybe this is not the time for this. Right. And do something else. So I could see that popping up and I could see things happening like, uh, just client, your client profiles change. You think you're going to spend all this time marketing to a certain vertical, that vertical just kind of crashes and burns this disappears. Yeah. Or disappears. That could easily happen. And I think you have to be able to say like, what are we good at? What are our core kind of differentiators in the market? How do we apply it to a vertical that's actually doing well that needs us? Yeah. And sometimes you won't, you can't predict it. It'll just happen. You'll see the inquiries coming in and you go, well, we've never really worked with this before, but this is what is asking for us. Then maybe we ought to change our strategy this year. Yeah. You know? Well, and it's, I think it's key too, because it, so many businesses think that it's about them, right? And and business owners, anyone who's good at business is susceptible to this. They think, I see the opportunity. I know what they need. I'm going to be proactive and go get it, right? Like it's the American dream. It's the entrepreneurial drive that we elevate, but really what, is going on is is those things exist without the personal claim to it yeah. right it's that person needs something that market that opportunity for efficiency or, or or cost reduction is there yeah anyone can do it i mean not anyone but mm-hmm. i'm not special because i can do it but if i can do it why? What is that value that I have? And the value isn't that I saw it and that I claim it and that I'm so awesome. It's really, hey, what is that need that I'm filling? Um, I was just talking to our one of our new employees uh, mm-hmm. and 
you know, just kind of going over how we work and, and all of those things, really just trying to orient them to the inside workings of hot dog marketing, which by the way, future podcast expose inside <laughs> hot dog marketing. Um, it'll be a real snoozer. Yeah. But <laughs> really boring. <laughs> they come to work. Everybody they laugh. works really hard. <laughs> they work hard. They go home. Um, <laughs> but I digress. Really, for me, it was like I, you were hired because of this need, right? Mm -hmm. This is what the opportunity is. It's not the job. I'm not asking you to do these tasks a certain way. I'm not going to measure you on that thing. I, I have this need. The company really needs this. And it's interesting because in talking through this with them, I was like, this is literally the most important job in the company because you're touching revenue and you're touching our clients and you're touching our ability to produce. Like, and then you're I kind of, no I, I was like, no pressure, but I was like, I started getting overwhelmed. But to understand it at that level and to say, this is why you're in this role is because what you bring is the ability to do those things mm -hmm. and to not think about it in terms of, oh, I'm just, you know, sending this email or whatever the task breaks down to. And I think for businesses too, it's, we get so stuck on, oh, I have to go and execute on these things to make it happen, right? Like, yes, you have to do that work. You know, 10% of what we do is is the passion, the love, yeah. the drive, the 90% is just work. Yeah. But being able to create that value and to know that that's the value that you're creating is really what's going to sustain through this because mm -hmm. that value is going to be the same. It just will look differently. And for us, in terms of marketing, to kind of bring it back, um, that's where we want to start. We want to start with, do you understand it, everything that you're doing in terms of the value that it creates, how they see it? Because if you can articulate that, mm -hmm. it'll help so much in this time of uncertainty because a, a better place to emotionally attach yourself yeah. to your value not necessarily the strategies or the tactical things that you end up working on which i yeah. think is what happens we get stuck over here yeah we do so much problem solving here, you can be much more flexible yeah yeah well and then the great thing about that too is that that's what your clients need to hear right now Mm -hmm. Like I, like everybody, am trying to figure out what going about my day-to-day -day life is like mm -hmm. in a world where the things that I took for granted now aren't necessarily things that I can assume. I can't assume that next week my kids are going to be able to get up and go to school and I'll be able to go do my job, right? And so if I take all of this weight and, and effort to figure out everything that's going on, I don't have anything left over. I don't have time to do the work to interpret things anymore, right? Like yeah. I, everybody is so busy solving the problems of every day, figuring out what is today going to bring, waiting for the bad news, unfortunately, hoping yeah. for the good news. And it's exhausting, right? And it's exhausting. And so this is one of the hardest things I think for people when it comes to marketing is they make their clients work so hard to figure out what they're saying, 
to understand why it matters to them, right? Mm -hmm. Like every time we talk about a website with a client, I say, listen, you have five seconds. They're going to look at the website and be like, what the hell is this? Why do Can I care? Can you solve my problem? What do I do next? Yeah. And our team is equipped to take web development, design, user interface, user experience, all of this expertise, content, all of these things. But if you don't understand that key piece of here's why, here's, here's what I have for you. Don't mm -hmm. do that work. Just know that I'm here for you. Like companies that do that well right now are going to succeed this year, despite however it looks, right? Because it's mm -hmm. not going to look the same. Yeah. but they're going to be so valued by their customers because it's stability, it's ease, it's, mm -hmm. I don't know. I really wasn't thinking about this when we started out the conversation, but I think one of the things that is helpful as we've talked about how this year is going to go, mm -hmm. it's like, I know that our clients need help knowing how to do marketing. I know our clients need help reaching their audience. Like mm -hmm. that piece we can do. Yeah. And if we do that, then they don't have to worry about it. <clears throat> so, um, and I, I was, it made me think about the episode we did last year about how leaders can't make decisions, like why they mm, can't yeah. get, un get unstuck on things. Yeah. And I think uh, going through 2020 and entering 2021 gives leaders who have a propensity to like put things off and get stuck, have an excuse to just get stuck. Yeah. And I don't know what's going to happen. So why should I be doing any of this right now? I'm like, but because what you do right now is going to make all the difference. Whether you plan for success and then, and then make changes as you go. And in conclusion, to kind of talk about what you said, you get attached to the, the right value you're bringing to your client and market that. You can do that through any situation, no matter yeah. what 2021 brings. Yeah. You win. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I really, um, I'm going to brag on our team. Okay. Um, we had a client meeting yesterday and at the end of the call, and this calls all over the place because we're asking them about their business goals and their projections. And they're like, well, in non-pandemic time, we expect this and like trying to figure out capacity so that we can calculate what a, a right acquisition cost for investing in marketing is. At the end of the call, um, the client was like, hey, I just want to say, y'all have made this experience so easy for us. And uh, this is all That's a credit great. to our team, right? Yeah. That they said, we've talked to 15 probably different marketing companies over the last couple of years. And you just sat down and you asked us, like you listened to us and you asked us about what was going on. And you just walked in. And this is all work that we're doing to start marketing, right? To be yeah, able to, to step in. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what people need right now. They just need to know and be assured of the stability that comes with buying from a great vendor, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that level of partnership that expert can bring to the table. Yeah. Mm. They were so hungry for, right? Yeah. People just don't know 
I mean, we work with expert vendors too. And I think there's a level of just comfort in having somebody else look at what we want to do and say, if you do it this way, you probably will get this result. And I go, well, you're the expert. So yeah. if you say so, let's try it. You know, yeah. it gives you more confidence to move forward with something that maybe you would have been more nervous about trying to do it on your own. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like the key to 2021 is stay alive. That's number one. <laughs> yeah. Number two is really understand the value that you provide mm -hmm. and hold loosely your plans to deliver it. Yeah. Remain flexible. Remain flexible. Mm -hmm. Give yourself a break. Yeah. Everybody's struggling. Everybody's overwhelmed. Success. The plan for success. Yeah. I think that's good too. Yeah. Just, and I feel like even that's daunting, right? Like, how do you, how do you plan for success when everything's going to go wrong? Well, not everything's going to go wrong, but if not you don't, everything. if you don't plan for it, if you don't work towards it, it won't go right. Yeah. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's right. Well, Wayne Gretzky, Michael <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Just a quick example of why you should plan for success. Remember like a few years ago, our agency took steps to try to achieve some state work by getting some certifications and stuff. And there were several points during this process that I was like, I don't know if we'll ever use this. I don't see if there'll be any value in this, but I feel like it's something we should do and it's in the plan. So let's yeah. keep working towards it, you know? And thank God, because we had state work. Yeah. That really helped us last year. And in downtimes, that's kind of the place that we'll always have problems that need solving is some governments and municipality type work. So plant the seeds now, even if they don't come to fruition in the mm -hmm. timeline mm -hmm. you envision, you're going to be glad that you put in the effort to get that stuff done. So Yeah. And if you're a state, call me. <laughs> Well, Jessica, happy-ish New Year. Yeah, happy um, New Year to you too. Is, I'm excited for the series that we have coming up. I think there's a lot of great topics that we're going to dig into. Yeah. Um, but I'm optimistic, yeah. and we can do a screenshot of this at the end of the year of how it began and how it's going. <laughs> at the, I'm optimistic. Things are... We're going to have a great year. It'll be like that evolution picture of, you know, the, the ape. Uh, and then slowly as, you know, the man becomes fully upright, just that in reverse. Like Kevin will just be like, okay, <laughs> it's March 2021. <laughs> envisioning that our backgrounds instead of being our awesome office turn into like buildings that are in rubble <laughs> but we're still doing the blog cast yeah. because we committed to the plan and i would refuse to be inflexible with the strategy <laughs> even in the worst of times <laughs> i'll have like an eye patch and like <laughs> if anyone has water yeah please i have a mohawk 
Uh, okay, quick, quick question though. What, uh, what, what business milestone do we have to get for you to shave a, a mohawk in your hair? Send it, write your comments in, send us emails. What we think we'd like to see if we do it, Jessica will shave a mohawk in her hair. We have 1 million downloads of our podcast, which is now on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stores, Spotify, Andorra. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to our development team and write a bot to... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, per usual, great topic, little bit of ramble in the middle, falling off the, wheel, the wheels, we falling it, off we at the end. Home, though. So, happy new year, Kevin. <laughs> happy new year, Jessica. Great to be back. Yep. Talk to you later. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. Check us out on our website at hotdogmarketing.net slash zigzag. You'll find more information and you can watch the video series there. You can tweet me anytime at Jessica underscore markets. Rate us and find more episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks again.